Hi everyone, I'm Dave. And I'm Marvin. It's day 10, and this is God's Big Story. Season 2! <laughs> it's a story. It's big! Never boring. No way! For his glory. Always! It's God's Big Story. So welcome back boys and girls and yes we have made it through our first two weeks so you know maybe only another 50-ish to go maybe hi everyone nobody knows what he's gonna ask now it's marvin the friendly curious cow so marvin we have a lot to get through today shall we just jump right into the quiz yeah let's do it dave i gotta tie this thing up well we'll see about that What do you remember? And what do you know? Let's find out because it's Friday. The Friday Quiz Show. Yeah, it's the Friday Quiz Show. Hi, guys. Hi, Gary. How are you, Gary? I am good, Dave. Except I have this song stuck in my head. Oh, I see. Which song is it? Oh, it's an oldie, Dave. It's called Calendar Squirrel. Oh, you know, that kind of sounds familiar. Here, I'll sing it for you, Dave. It goes, yeah, yeah, my heart's in a whirl. I love, I love, I love my little calendar squirrel. Every day, every day of the year. Oh, you know, I do know that song. Or at least one that's almost the same. I've been singing it for days, Dave. But maybe a good quiz will help. Are you guys ready? Oh, we sure are, Gary. Go for it. Okay. Question one from this week. What were people saying about Jesus that wasn't true, that Paul wanted to correct in his second letter to the Thessalonians? Oh, well, that was just yesterday, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, I think I've got that one. Yep, me too. Okay, question two. Paul mentions two friends in his letters to the Thessalonians. One is Silas. Yeah, I won't forget that. That's what got me last week. But who is the other friend that Paul says the letter is from? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think I know it this time. Yep, I've got that one too, Marvin. It's a good old-fashioned question three decider. Okay, here we go. How many times is Paul's name mentioned in the New Testament? Oh, wow. Yeah, that has to be loads. Yeah, okay, let's see. So what did we say? Paul wrote maybe 13 or 14 books, and then he's an act, a whole bunch. Okay, yep, I've got my guess. Yeah, me too, Dave. Well, let's see how you fellas did. So, question one. What were people saying about Jesus that wasn't true? Oh, they were saying that Jesus had come back already, huh? Yeah, that's what I wrote. That's right. Good job. Okay, question two. Apart from Silas... What other friend of Paul is mentioned in Thessalonians? Okay, was that one Timothy? Yeah, I think it was, Marvin. That's what I wrote down as well. You're right. Okay, here comes the last question. How many times is Paul mentioned in the New Testament? Well, Dave, I went for 300. Oh, we're quite close, Marvin. I went a little bit lower. I went for 250. Well, you're both very close. Paul is mentioned 290 times in the New Testament. 212 times in acts alone. But that means Marvin wins this week. It's one all. Hooray! Yeah, phew. I did not want to go 2-0 down after just two weeks. Well, yes, that was an excellent guess, Marvin. I can't complain too much when you were only 10 away. 
Hey, thanks for the quiz, Gary. No problem, guys. Hey, I'll see you both next week. Bye, Gary. Okay, Marvin. So today we're going to finish up Second Thessalonians, and Paul wants to talk about another problem they were having in the church there. Oh, I see. So what's up now? Well, it seems like some people there have decided that they don't want to get jobs and they don't want to do any work. Oh, yeah, that sounds pretty good. I don't want to get a job either, Dave. Well, you're a little cow, Marvin, but for grown-ups, if you're not earning any money, well, then someone else is having to provide for you. And that's what's happening in the church. These folks didn't have jobs, they weren't contributing, and so the rest of the church was having to support them. Oh, so how come, Dave? Were they just lazy? Well, maybe a bit. Now, it's possible that some of them were thinking, hey, look, Jesus is coming back anyway, what's the point in getting a job and working? Or, back then in Roman times, you could also kind of get by by hanging around the rich folk. And they might give you something to do every so often. Not a full-time job, but, you know, just, hey, go and get me some stuff and I'll maybe give you some gold coins. So, some days that meant you might have a little bit of money and other days you might have none. But whatever the reason, Paul just says, no, if you're a part of this church family... If you can, you need to go get a job, contribute, help others, instead of having the rest of the church family having to support you. Okay, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. So, boys and girls, have a listen. Paul says if you won't work, you shouldn't be allowed to what? Okay, got it. And then Paul tells the Thessalonians that they should never get tired of what? Okay, so if you don't work, you can't what? And then the Thessalonians should never get tired of doing what? Yep, that's it. And so for the last time, at least for a while, over to you, Janice. Hello again, everyone. Today's reading is Second Thessalonians chapter 3, verses 1 to 18. Now, I want to talk about some other matters. Brothers and sisters, pray for us. Pray that the Lord's message will spread quickly. Pray that others will honour it just as you did. And pray that we will be saved from sinful and evil people. Not everyone is a believer, but the Lord is faithful. He will strengthen you. He will guard you from the evil one. We trust in the Lord. So we are sure that you are doing the things we tell you to do. And we are sure that you will keep on doing them. May the Lord fill your hearts with God's love. May Christ give you the strength to go on. Brothers and sisters, here is a command we give you. We give it in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Keep away from every believer who doesn't want to work and makes trouble. Keep away from any believer who doesn't live up to the teaching you receive from us. You know how you should follow our example. We worked when we were with you. We didn't eat anyone's food without paying for it. In fact, it was just the opposite. We worked night and day. We worked very hard so that we wouldn't cause any expense to any of you. We worked even though we have the right to receive help from you. We did it in order to be a model for you to follow. Even when we were with you, we gave you a rule. We said, anyone who won't work shouldn't be allowed to eat. We hear that some people among you don't want to work and are making trouble. They aren't really busy. Instead, they are bothering others. We belong to the Lord Jesus Christ, so we strongly command people like that to settle down. They have to earn the food they eat. Brothers and sisters, don't ever get tired of doing what is good. Keep an eye on anyone who doesn't obey the teachings in our letter. Don't have anything to do with that person. Then they will feel ashamed. 
but don't think of them as an enemy. Instead, warn them as you would warn another believer. May the Lord who gives peace give you peace at all times and in every way. May the Lord be with you all. I, Paul, write this greeting in my own handwriting. That's how I prove that I am the author of all my letters. I always do it that way. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Thanks, Janice. So how do we do, Marvin? Okay, so Paul says, if you don't work, you shouldn't be allowed to eat. Yeah, that's right. And then Paul says, they should never get tired of doing good. Exactly. Good work, Marvin. Now, when it comes to God, there are maybe two reasons that you might start to do good things. The first is that if we think we have to do good things to get God to love us and to accept us, or that we have to do good things to get into heaven. Now, if that's why you're doing good things, then you know what? You're going to get tired because you're always going to be thinking, gosh, have I done enough good things? I don't know. I need to do more. It's just exhausting. No, but yeah, Dave. No, but we can't earn our way into heaven or earn God's love. That's right, Marvin. Doing good things can please God, but they don't make him love us any more than he already does. And they certainly don't buy our way into heaven. Nothing we can do can make God love us anymore because he already loves us the most. So why do we do good things? Well, because we love him back. And when you love someone, you love to do things that please them. And you'll just never get tired of that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's like sometimes I bring my mom breakfast in bed. Oh, Dave, it makes her so happy. And then, yeah, that makes me happy too. That's right, Marvin. Because you love your mom, you love to make her happy. You won't get tired of that. And you see, that's why we do good things. Because we love God. We want to please him. Okay, got it. So, today, boys and girls, well, what good things could you do that would please your Father in heaven? And then, you know what? Go do them. Yeah, awesome. And so, Marvin, well, that's us finished with Second Thessalonians. So, well, we better call the professor. We finished. We finished. We finished a book. <laughs> what have we been reading? <laughs> Let's take a look. What did God teach us? What have we heard? What should we remember from this part of God's Word? Ha <laughs> oh, ha! Hey guys! <laughs> nice work! Book number three in the bag. Okay, Professor, yep, we are ready for our book recap. Okay, so yes, let's look at the giant chalkboard here. Okay, so first up we had Obadiah, a warning for Edom and all the nations and hope for the Lord's kingdom that will one day come. Okay, then in the New Testament we had First Thessalonians, Paul's joyful letter to a church doing a great job loving each other and following Jesus, even in suffering, encouraging the Thessalonians to live holy lives and never forget our hope for our future in Christ. And today we have Second Thessalonians. So here's what we're saying. It is Paul encouraging a suffering church, reassuring them that Christ's return is coming and urging them to work hard and to keep living for Jesus. Yeah? Aha! Okay, very nice. So let's read that together. So 2 Thessalonians, Paul, Paul encouraging, encouraging a suffering church, church reassuring, reassuring them that Christ's return, return is coming and, and urging, urging them, them to work hard and to, to keep, keep living, living for, for Jesus. Jesus. And, boys and girls, if you want to have a look at the professor's chalkboard, well, you can find that on our Facebook page, and it's on our website on the page called Season 2 Stuff. Wunderbar! 
Thanks, Professor. And, well, that's it, boys and girls. We are two weeks and three books into our journey. Have a great weekend, and we'll be back on Monday to jump into our next Old Testament prophet. Bye, everyone. Have a great weekend. We'll see you Monday. Goodbye. We'll see you soon. God's Big Story is a ministry of Eden Grove Presbyterian Church. Music and jingles by Dave, Josh, and Josh. For more information and further resources, visit woodendonkey.org.